Thanks for joining me today. This is Ray Martinez with a good podcast today. We're going to talk about how Jesus reasons with people. Jesus uses good psychology. He uses good reasoning, good rationale. We're going to take our reading from Matthew 13, verses 10 through 13, which says, His disciples came and asked him, Why do you use parables when you talk to people? He replied, You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. That is why I use these parables, for they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. Jesus is known for his ability to reason with people, using logic and wisdom to engage with them and and challenge their beliefs. He often uses parables and analogies to communicate complex concepts in a way that was easy to understand. In today's study, we're going to explore some key examples of how Jesus reasons with people. Jesus uses parables to communicate complex concepts. We know this. And one of the most effective ways he does it is through parables. These simple stories often have a deeper meaning that challenges people to think more deeply about their beliefs and their actions. In these particular verses that we just read, Jesus points out to the disciples about the differences between them. He refers to you and others. You are permitted to understand, he says in that verse. Those who are not listening won't get it. So Jesus has to use a parable to scratch the surface of their mind. They might look like they are understanding with their facial expressions, but they really don't see. They are hearing what I say, but they are not listening with understanding. Stories can get the message into their minds. Matthew Henry's Bible commentary explains that Jesus used parables as a way to convey spiritual truths in a way that was easy for people to understand. By using familiar objects and situations, Jesus was able to help people grasp complex concepts and ideas. Additionally, parables were a way for Jesus to reveal the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven to those who were truly seeking to understand them, while at the same time concealing them from those who were not receptive to his teaching. For example, in Matthew 13, verse 1 through 9, Jesus tells the parable of the sower, which illustrates the different ways that people respond to the message of the gospel. Another example is found in Luke 10, verses 25 through 37, where Jesus tells the parable of the Good Samaritan. The story challenges the listeners to rethink their prejudices and biases, showing that true compassion transcends cultural and social barriers. Jesus uses questions to challenge the assumptions. Another effective way that Jesus reasons with people is by asking these questions, the hard questions that challenge their thinking to be much broader. Take a look at Matthew 22 verses 15 through 22. The Pharisees tried to trap Jesus by asking him whether it's lawful to pay taxes to Caesar. Jesus responds by asking for a coin and then asking whose image is on it. When they answer that it is Caesar's, Jesus tells them to give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to give to God what is God's. Now that seems very logical, doesn't it? 
and very reasonable, but it caused them to think and answer their own question. In John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11, the religious leaders bring a woman caught in the adultery to Jesus, asking him what they should do with her. Well, Jesus responds by, what, what does he do? He writes on the ground and then saying, let anyone of you who is without sin be the first one to throw a stone at her. Isn't that a reasonable question? I'd love to know what he actually wrote in the sand. There's a lot of theories and hypotheses about that, but the point is he reasoned with them. This really challenges their assumptions about their own righteousness and forces them to confront their own sinfulness. Jesus uses analogies to make concepts accessible, to help people understand complexities. For example, in John 10 verses 7 through 18, Jesus uses the analogy of a shepherd and his sheep to describe his relationship with his followers. He says that he is the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep, illustrating the depth of his love and sacrifice. In Matthew 13 verses 31 through 32, Jesus uses the analogy of a mustard seed to describe the kingdom of God. He says that even though it is small, it grows into a large tree that provides shelter for many. So if you just have faith of the grain of a mustard seed, is like we like to tell it, then you can move mighty mountains. That's what Jesus said. This illustrates the power and the potential of the kingdom of God, even though it may seem insignificant at first. Throughout the Bible, the voice of reason is exercised. Think of the phrase used in the Bible, reasoning together, as the opportunity to have reasons to believe. Yes, the Bible helps non-believers to use common sense. Here are some examples. If we read in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, God invites the people of Israel to come and reason with him, saying, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. In the New Loving Translation, it says, Come now, let's settle this. I like that, says the Lord. Here's a second example. In Acts 18, verse 4, Paul reasons with the Jews in the synagogue, and he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks says right there that they brought things together by using good common sense and they used some rationale for their justification of why Paul was being so persuasive. In Acts 17 verses 2 through 3, Paul uses reason to explain the gospel to the Jews in Thessalonica. And it says, And Paul went in, as was custom, on the three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead and saying, this Jesus whom I proclaim to you is the Christ. So Paul didn't say, don't just believe me, but in fact, here's what the scripture says. How can you argue with what the scripture says? In Romans 12 verses one through two, Paul urges the believers in Rome to use their reason in service to God, saying, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. 
Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. In the King James Version, it says in verse 1, which is your reasonable service. Have good reason for what you do and find the reasons within your heart of how you justify how we live today. Here's a, another point. In Luke 7 verses 31 through 35, Jesus uses reason to illustrate the stubbornness of people in his time. He says in the New Living Translation, to what can I compare the people of this generation? Jesus asked, how can I describe them? They are like children playing a game in the public square. They complain to their friends, we played wedding songs and you didn't dance. So we played funeral songs and you didn't weep. As you can see that Isaiah and Paul gained their teachings from God and Jesus. They knew the common sense and reasoning was a gift from God. There are several commentaries that discuss Jesus' reasoning with people. Here are a few examples. In this commentary on Mark 2, verses 1 through 12, the passage where Jesus heals the paralytic who was lowered through the roof of someone's home. Can you believe that? They dug up somebody's roof and lowered a guy through it. William Hendrickson writes, Here we have an excellent example of the way in which Jesus used his divine wisdom and reasoning powers to overcome the objections of the scribes and Pharisees. In his commentary on Luke 7, verse 36 through 50, the passage where Jesus forgives the sinful woman who anoints his feet, John MacArthur writes, Jesus used the woman's action to reason with Simon and the other Pharisees, exposing their hypocrisy and their need for forgiveness. Also, in his commentary on John 10, verses 22 through 39, this is the passage where Jesus defends his claim to be the Son of God, Leon Morris writes, Jesus reasoned with the Jews, showing them from scriptures that he was indeed the promised Messiah. Overall, many Bible commentaries recognize Jesus as a master of using reason and wisdom to teach, challenge, and persuade his listeners. And there are numerous examples throughout the gospel of his doing so. Jesus was a persuasive teacher for a good reason. He wants us, and he wants to make a compelling case. Throughout his ministry, Jesus reasons with people in a variety of ways, using the parables, the questions, the analogies to challenge their beliefs and open their hearts to the truth. As we seek to share the gospel with others, we can learn from his example using these same techniques to communicate complex concepts in a way that is accessible and engaging. May we follow in his footsteps as we speak to share the love of Christ with the world. In my personal journey, Jesus sure asked me a lot of questions that caused me to ponder and pause, and I'm sure glad I listened to his questions and tried to follow in his footsteps as much as I can. You have a blessed day.